What's up, y'all? My name is Min. My name is Tammy. This is The, the Lightning, Lightning Rod. Rod. A little lighthearted, but today is going to be a little bit of a stickier subject about the importance of watching for your art being stolen. Yeah. Stolen art is a big thing. How yeah. do I protect my art from scammers? Yeah. And, you know, what is the difference between being inspired by somebody versus being outwardly just copying their work and plagiarizing them? Mm -hmm. Because that's a really big difference and lawyers can be involved. It can get really sticky. But yeah. also, the last thing I want to mention, because it does go in the realm of stolen art, is basically the kind of exposure art. When people take yes. your art without your permission and then they're just, you know, tweaking it a little bit without crediting you. Mm. That's a, there's a big difference between that. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about just the- Stolen work in yeah, general. Yeah, stolen work in general. So, but let's talk about, first of all, when an artwork is not stolen. Okay. So for me, this is what I consider. If somebody credits me, mm. I don't care if you use my Instagram handle. Mm. You'll see my name on my Instagram handle. Mm -hmm. But I think for me, the correct way to avoid any kind of stickiness is you list my name, my full name, Min Win, and, well, that's my middle name, but you get the gist. They know it's me. Mm -hmm. You list an Instagram handle or some kind of social media handle. You don't have to give out my phone number. You don't have to give out any personal information, but yeah. you list some kind of handle where they can see the rest of my artwork and they know that it's mine. That's, to me, I find that fine because you gave me credit for that. And you also asked my permission first. Yeah. That's a big one. I'm going to really emphasize that. A lot of people... Um, I, I would agree with that and I want to bring it to the other side too um, there's been this popular thing in marketing mm -hmm. um, that a lot of people think a good way to have content on like for example your Instagram feed is to regram other people so like reposting other people's work and sometimes that doesn't involve the process of um, asking the person so uh, when the creative folks first started on Instagram I did that where I did take people's uh, photographs or illustrations but I did credit them yeah for, for sure, sure. I, I put their handle I tagged them in the photo I did everything I could to make sure that they were they were present and that people could tell that hey this is not our work it belongs to somebody else here's how you can see them contact them whatever you want to do uh, so I, I, I would agree that there is a realm or like a like a space where okay this is fine but yeah. there, there is also that space where, okay, you may not have to ask, but just make sure you're doing everything you can Yeah, no, for part. sure. I would ideally yeah. like permission. Because, I would too. Yeah, yeah would because too. I don't yeah. know what kind of website you're running. I don't know if it fits my brand, yeah. you know, because be it might not work. be safe for work, which I never post work that's not safe for work, but you know, you never know. That's true. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> I might not like my art to be featured there. But with that being said, with that being said, though, Yes, the best second case scenario is you always credit me. Mm. That way, if I don't like it, I can be like, hey, can you, can take, you it take it? Yeah, yeah can mm -hmm. you take it down? And okay, nine yeah. times out of ten, they'll be very understanding of it. Yeah, so, I would agree. And if they don't and they're giving you a hard time, expose them. I yeah, mean, expose screenshot, it, screenshot it. Take pictures of everything and, I mean, put it out there. Like, and, yeah, be like, this person's disrespecting my art and I'm... You know, the art community, yeah. say what you will, we're a bunch of sad, introverted, broke artists, <laughs> yeah. but you, we, stick up, we stick up for each yeah, other. Yeah, we, we do. We stick up for each Absolutely. other. Absolutely. I have called people out for that. So we're always relying on your art homies because art homies, they have each other's back. And that goes back to our last episode talking about followers. That's where your followers can get in handy is when you have that authentic 
followership that's behind you whenever you're in trouble they're going to be there ready to help you out yeah maybe it's not always monetary like you don't have rent or something and they mm-hmm. they they may not be able to help monetary wise but in terms of support whenever you need something done the internet is going to expose like super fast oh yeah no you in the digital age nothing is try safe. to hide yeah try to hide yeah try like, it's, not gonna, it's not gonna happen yeah so yes always credit and it will be fine like it will i mean it's just like in school cite your sources yeah that's just Over the golden there. rule yeah so but let me uh put something on that too uh it kind of goes also back to our social media episode whenever you're publishing anything out on the internet guess what it's already exposed to the world mm-hmm. and it is always possible it's actually 110 percent possible for it to be stolen at any time like there's there's just no see no way to hide this that. is a really good example of when work unfortunately it's a very sad example mm. but it's true mm. so for example there's this one company and i'm not going to disclose their name but they are an anti-smoking company mm. and basically when you sign up for instagram if you read all the terms and conditions technically speaking instagram kind of owns that yeah so basically what happened is that this anti-smoking company what they did was they actually bought images from instagram of people smoking cigarettes mm. and frankly kind of shaming them for it and these people were very upset they were saying like hey this was not used without my permission like what are you doing blah 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 blah. and you know basically instagram said sorry but in the terms of conditions which you 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 didn't read didn't read and it says we can sell this to second parties like that and you know say what you will but when you post your art online you take that risk yeah. and it's a very unfortunate situation but those people who had their pictures of them smoking sold to that anti-smoking company as much as i don't like cigarette smoking i also don't like public shaming yeah um they there's nothing that they can do and i their feel like that, that is really within their right because i mean if if it's really in instagram's policy that that is the case we own we own it so we can sell it to whoever we whatever mm-hmm. we want to i mean so you kind of you're run kind that of, risk. Yeah, you do run that risk. You're just running a risk, and but, that's basically everything. You can post it on your website, and people can right-click and save your pictures anytime. You can disable the right-click all you want to, but Mac, like me, ever since using a Mac, I could screenshot like just that image if I wanted to, like specifically cropping out that image without having to screenshot the whole page or jumping through hoops and turns to make sure that I can just get that one part. It's very right. simple. So and it just becomes a point where <laughs> huge risk. Yeah, it's, it becomes a point where you could stress and worry about that all the time, or you can just say, like, hey, you know, I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to be, you know, I'm just going to post my art, and yeah. I will control what I can control, and if I can't control this, then it's kind of, it becomes a point where it has to just kind of fall out of your hands, and you need to decide yeah. how it's being used and how to address it when it happens. Yeah. But And it's, it's so sad to say that it happens. It is. And because we, we live in this world where it's a lot of people are so unoriginal um i mean like sometimes at the creative folks i mean i hate to keep bringing it back to the company all the time but um when we go back and think about like whatever we done in this past year there were ideas that were inspired there were ideas that we took from one and then we kind of revamped it to be our own i would never say that we stole any particular idea or anything like that because i don't think we have i think we we have built some originality on concepts that we did get inspired by other right, people yeah. and other YouTube channels. And I mean, this podcast concept itself, there's billions of 
podcasts just out there like this that one. talk just like this, who probably don't have great audio, have great video, whatever the case it is. You know, it, every everything on its own. Um, but, but again, that's a, a platform is totally yeah. different than plagiarism. For true. example, Very true. you know, for example, on YouTube, like the Fine Brothers, there was a big thing about them where they try to copyright the word react, the word react, yeah. and they try to copyright their specific format. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, you want to like go back in time and like tell Biz- Bill Cosby to not like interview kids? I would agree because that's like, that's kids like agree. reacting. Like, yeah, yeah. You want to like. You want to go after like America's Funniest Home Videos because that's a React channel. Technically, I would, oh, yes, rea- I would agree. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's the that's and that's a great segue into our next topic yeah. is you know the difference between Im- imitation versus inspiration. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think that the key word in this discussion is transformative. Mm. Is the work transformative? Mm-hmm. Is it different enough? Can it stand alone as its own unique work of art? If the answer is no, then you plagiarized. Mm-hmm. If the answer is yes, then it's inspired by it. Mm-hmm. So there's many artists who have been inspired. For example, Frida Kahlo. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. is an icon yeah. in the fine arts world and mm-hmm. in the pop culture world yeah. too. I, she's recently become a thing. Like, yeah, everybody. She's just iconic. Loves her. <laughs> she's totally iconic. And I have seen people who have drawn her in different ways. Like I've seen people draw her like in '80s clothing. Yeah. That's inspiration shit i mean i'm talking about the mona lisa like that yeah. thing has been revamped by artists everywhere in modern ways in very traditional looks or even cultural ways whatever it is that they did i mean yeah you're you're being inspired at that mm-hmm. point yeah you're taking something and you're retransforming and you're it into your style. giving it a new message yeah that is different than its original context yeah. but you're referring back to it that is inspiration yeah. for me if you i guess to add on that example too if you took the mona lisa and you did whatever you did to it and then you try to place it in the same gallery that the mona lisa is currently in oh, then that's, that's cute yeah good luck yeah good luck with that then then that's that's obvious on what you're doing and the way we're saying it it may sound like oh yeah that's obvious like i would never do that but you, you would be surprised and some people they get blinded while they're working Oh, like th- like this is genius. Like I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to do it that way, and they don't realize I'm actually copying somebody, and I probably they probably right. Don't see yeah, it. and like for example, no one owns unicorns. Okay, no <laughs> one owns aliens. Yes, and I've seen many makeup palettes. You know, for example, yes. they do this like unicorn makeup. You know, yeah, <laughs> and they do like this kind of, or they do like an alien inspired makeup, or they do some kind of makeup. Yeah, thing. So that's fine. That's an inspiration. Nobody owns unicorns. Mm. However, if you are naming your shades the exact same thing, if you have the same look and feel, if it looks basically identical to each other, mm-hmm. guess what? You're plagiarizing. And if people, I guess here's a good way to test it too. If you showed your artwork or say a makeup palette, so say you're a makeup palette developer and you, you created this palette because you were inspired by Unicorns. I wasn't. I was inspired by Min's unicorn palette, and so Tammy's unicorn palette has the same same looking rectangular box, has the same amount of shades in there. Same colors. Same colors. Maybe like some glitter. The some only not. thing to avoid legal action yeah. is if you slightly changed the name. You put your brand instead of mine. Yeah, and then I go show that to like say a friend who who is very into the makeup industry, for example. So I would say go to a not a professional, but someone who's very heavily in- invested into it, and go to a makeup person, and they tell me straight up, hey, this kind of looks like this Min, Min Unicorn palette. Yeah. 
then you're you're you should and know this is the weird thing and this is the palette. this is the saddest thing i think is that you, if you change it ever so slightly these little tiny yeah. little things you avoid any legal yes. problems and that's the problem but, with the copyright rules but this is the tragedy is that even if you avoid any legal fines or any legal issue you still look like a total dick yeah you do and you're just out here taking taking an idea that has already been established and if people can recognize that the two look too similar, then you're in a danger. You're in a red zone. You're in you the red zone. Be yeah. In. So, either you remove the product and redo it, or trash the product entirely. Think of something new. Just take the concept and maybe make something new. I mean, you can name it that if you right. want to, but like make it different. The golden rule in this conversation is that concept is totally up for grabs. Yes. Like there are so many horror stories out there. There are so many romance novels. There's so many react channels on YouTube. That's a concept. Yeah. And that is up for grabs. And that's totally fine. But now we get into the realm of like, you know, if you're a writer, you're stealing jokes. You're stealing, yeah. you're, you're doing the same angle frames. Yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah. the same, that's where we run into the, the issues here. Yeah. Or if you're doing the same, I don't know, just you're literally just pumping out the same content as someone else. Mm -hmm. That's, it, it gets sticky. And for the visual art people, if your art looks exactly like the other person if you put them side by side and they look totally identical then we, we're running into issues and on that note if it didn't have any social commentary on it like you you read the message is yeah. exactly the same yeah then you're again in red zone and you should probably get out and if people are telling you that you need to listen to that because i think we've mentioned this in a past episode or maybe we talked about it ourselves where we think our idea, our idea is popping. It's hot. It's like chili pepper hot. Like yeah, it's, it's awesome. Like killing it. But then, then, I mean, sometimes I walk into my marketing meetings with all these ideas, and they shoot me down. And it's, and that's okay. And, and I mean, sometimes it's because those ideas are too similar to other ideas. Yes. Or it's just ideas that, okay, this you just can't do it. Like this is too much of something, or this is too much alike, or there's already a billion other products that are already like that. Something of that sort. That's. I mean. I can't even say any more in terms of like right. how obvious it is, but maybe it's because we're so so seasoned. Yeah, we've been around <laughs> the block, and honestly, it's such a big deal. And, and we talk I like we're we're like fifty. I know we're, we're like not. We're like twenties. Like <laughs> no, but here's the thing: is that you know, in school, you can be expelled for this. Oh yeah, dude. In, in oh, life, goodness. No, in life, if you if you can be expelled from school, that's nothing yeah. compared to the actual industry you will be blacklisted. Mm. Your name will be dragged through the mud. Like it, you'll probably have a hard time getting clients. It will be pretty embarrassing. Mm -hmm. And that brings me to my next point about what is good exposure, what is bad exposure? Because on yeah. that topic, on yeah. that topic, by the way, I wanna talk a little bit about what happened to this one artist online who had their art basically taken and He's a really popular artist, especially with, he draws a lot of the Teen Titans characters. Oh, he, cool. he revamps them into his own unique style. I love his work. And believe it or not, Chris Brown actually took one of his drawings. Hmm. And his information, I will actually put it in the notes sure. at the end of the episode, just to, because we believe in citing here. Yeah. I believe in citing him. And you can check out his Instagram afterwards. But his art, he had this one piece of the Teen Titans walking towards Alfred Steiner. And Chris Brown actually took that image and then removed the words Alfred Steiner and then put his own kind of logo on it. Mm. That is art theft. Yeah. He did not credit him. He did not and cite yet he, him. Yeah, and not only that, he 
what is the word? He modified it. He modified it without his permission? That is huge red flags. And, you know, some people, it sparked a really interesting debate in the community. Is this exposure? Is this the type of exposure you need? And I'm like, absolutely not. This is bad exposure. This is horrible exposure. And on that note, too, there should never be a time where you feel like that is okay. No matter how big that person is, whoever took your art, or how much exposure, I'm doing air quotes here, too, like how much exposure they're giving to you, that is not authentic, good exposure that you want as an artist. Because, yeah, sure, now thousands of people may be following, like, your page because they're like, oh, well, this person stole my art, so so now I'm getting, like, these thousands of followers. But that's not authentic. They're not there for you. They, they're there for the tea, the drama, whatever is going to happen, you know? Uh, again, just going back to authenticity, it's so important. And I think that, you know, anytime someone modifies your art, that is when you need consent. Yeah. Like, hardcore consent. Mm-hmm. 110%. Because... Yeah modifying art without consent like there's one thing where you post the art and you credit them without their permission that's fine as long as you credit them but when you start modifying things that is when we get into issues yeah and on that note um too i just think about my photographer friends like they get pissed like they 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 flip their shit because um, if they release one photo and then that person just throws on a filter that they didn't approve of, that's already like hurtful for the artist themselves, the photographer, because they don't like it. They don't want you to throw filters on their original raw image that they, they want to do themselves. You should not hire a photographer, and this is going in tangent, by the way, but you should not throw filters on a photographer's work if they didn't approve it. It's just the same thing as stealing it. You're just taking it and... Um, modifying to whatever you want to do with it because you think you own it now and that's not fair so I mean I'm just online right now and I'm looking at so many people like the artist that I was telling you about people are just posting his art left and right not accrediting him Mm. his work's been all over the internet like that's not his handle right here I'm just pulling up his art on someone else's page just to prove a point that's definitely not his handle I don't know who this person is that's not him though and you know it's just so sad to me that I see his art being taken and not being accredited Mm -hmm. which is really sad this is actually his name i've actually found it his name is Mm -hmm. gabriel piccolo am i saying that right i feel like i'm not saying it right we'll leave in the show notes yeah i'll leave in the show notes excuse my pronunciation but yeah and like i said this is the image and i will also accredit him and i'll put the image there this is the image that was stolen by chris brown Mm -hmm. he replaced the words alfred's drive-in it's not diner excuse me so alfred's drive-in with his own personal thing Mm -hmm absolutely ridiculous to me yeah absolutely ridiculous and i guess if you're coming in from a perspective like i never had my art stolen so i don't really know how that feels like um i mean horrible just think think about like your car that's yours it feels horrible someone takes your car and then like say you you made a distinct scratch on your car to to validate that is yours to verify that is yours and someone took it stuff in your car and then someone took it and then they modified the entire car and now they can call your car theirs, and now you're carless. And it's ridiculous. And I'm not saying like an artist would be artless; they can still draw, but it's the same concept. You're losing something that you put so much time and effort into, and it was so easy for someone else to take it, go modify it, and call it theirs. And probably whoever's following that person or whoever sees that doesn't even know. Oh, like, I've seen horror stories about how people have been using art, and. There's this one instance where it it can get ugly. So for example, I had this one great friend of mine who posted his art out and he did basically a beautiful job making this 
original character mm. and the next thing I see I cannot even believe it happened someone actually said that he drew it wow that, that's just shameless like yeah. that is so sad to me when I see like I'm like really did you did you really draw that because there's so much evidence that you did not draw it and but i think for those kinds of petty things though that's just petty Mm. but now where this is where it gets dangerous is when they're monopolizing Mm. and they're making money Mm -hmm. off of your art because sometimes now that you're bringing that up it could be they're just a fan or they just want like that two seconds of free or Mm -hmm. stardom yeah i drew this or blah 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 sometimes that's a little bit more harmless uh, because they're maybe just posting to like their 20 people that they're right, yeah. talking to where your direction that you're taking it in now that's where it's it becomes you need, dangerous. you need to actually yeah. have a cease and desist yes like honestly if you are a big enough name or if you have um, someone who represents you mm. I would seriously send out a cease and desist yes because at that point you are losing money and you are being or you could be unfairly represented there's been instances Oh, it's it's a horror show. I've seen people have their art unfairly represent them on projects that they never wanted them on not safe for work things. Can you imagine having a picture of yourself used for something that's not safe for work? Mm-hmm. That's and again, nothing wrong with that type of content, but you also have to think about at the end of the day, just like all the episodes we talked about so far, branding. Yeah, branding. If it doesn't fall in line with what you like as an artist or what your brand stands for or whatever your company stands for. Why would we ever do that? Like, we would never sponsor something that we find that's not in line with brand. Like, that's just core brand, core company rules. Yeah, for like, example, like, I've had some people, like, these characters were basically just taken and really plagiarized, just really, yeah. really plagiarized for things that they were never meant for. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes really problematic because it goes back to the artist and they're like are you associated with this community and this that doesn't fit your brand like what's going on and mm-hmm. then it be it just it became it just becomes really really difficult to explain yeah. and you can never really prove that you didn't want that to happen yeah you know you, you just have to kind of take your word for face value so okay we talked about basically plagiarism we talked about exposure good exposure but the tragedy is is that I really don't know what to say to prevent your art from being not stolen. There's, yeah. And that's just the saddest thing, I think, in this conversation is that there's really no way, even, even if you put a watermark, some people are like, oh, I'll put a watermark. And I'm like, well, it hi, can it, it can be erased. Yeah. Like, if you know how to use Photoshop, it, it can happen. And it's just one of those things where you have to watch out for. And I think you as a good Samaritan, a good you know, citizen of the internet, <laughs> you have to kind of call that out. Yeah. You know, if you see one of your friends, you have people's back. If yeah. you see one of your friends, if you see their art on a place that is not where they want it to be or not where they ever signed it up for, call do it some, out. Yeah, do something Expose about it. it. And that brings me on the point of like Redbubble. Redbubble and oh God. they are- I can't are, believe I used to, I actually bought some things from I wanna, them. I wanna actually talk about Redbubble here and now and I actually even want to talk about Hot Topic here and now sure, because okay. some of those places, they are known, I, I'm going to call out Redbubble a little harder, they are notorious for stealing artist content and also there's this other website, I think it's hosted in China called Abracadabras, Ab- Alibaba's or something, Yeah. I forgot the name of it but they are also notorious but from this um, conversation I kind of want to talk about Redbubble, so what, what's the tea with Redbubble, what, what do they do, they basically take artists' content mm-hmm. and they literally will put 
just put it on pillows or put it on t-shirts and mm -hmm. just sell it without the artist's consent that happens so often yeah and i mean you can not only them because i'm i'm not a frequent shopper of them but i am i am guilty of shopping at forever 21 all of these places that that do hop on those bandwagons again like those popular sayings or whatever it is and they put it on t-shirts and monetize off of that kind of stuff and i mean from a business aspect too um it's hard for me to say because from a business aspect like i i think about that all the time like what it, what is a smart business decision that isn't plagiarizing but enough to be inspired but do we need to credit it or you know all, all of these questions come up so i get that in in that business world but then it doesn't make it okay absolutely not so if if you're literally taking someone's art piece and then you put it on a t-shirt you print it it doesn't matter if you print it the, the same colors as it was originally or you print it in black and white you still took it without giving that artist credit or even any form of a royalty yeah any kind of monetary compensation yeah unless you are giving them some type of commission off of each t-shirt they sell or each pillowcase that gets sold whatever it is um, if you're not giving them the proper payout for it then yes then th that is a very dangerous zone that i think is really wrong i feel like this whole episode should just be don't be a dick I just agree. don't be a dick to and artists let me uh can i pick your brain on this too because sure. at the um because right now and you know about our, our contest about a month ago right we um, did have a contest yeah. and uh it, it's just overall it just didn't turn out the way we thought it was and in part it was because i think we heard a lot of artist um feelings because they felt like they weren't being compensated for their work and uh, we did a lot of right. code emailing we did all that and i i totally understood from that perspective but then again i thought about it as I mean, it's a, it's almost like a challenge. You, right. you participate if you want to, if you don't want to, that's okay. And what is your take on that? Like, it, that's it, a really, it is a contest. You know, that's a great, great question, mm -hmm. I think. And, you know, for me, I, I think this is a little sidetracking off of, or, yeah, of okay. um, stolen art, but this goes into the exposure topic that we talked about yes. today. Uh -huh. I think it does. And I think that it's again a tricky subject and we talked about you know how we're both very privileged to be in positions where yeah. we don't need that kind of monetary experience but for me personally as someone speaking from this position where I have a stable income with my commission work I do have a place where I am very financially stable mm -hmm. for me I would consider this to be good exposure and you um actually you are the first person out of that bunch i'm not going to you know get into detail in terms of what emails said what comments mm -hmm. said or anything like that but you were the first person to really align with what i'm thinking i'm i may not be seasoned as in 10 15 20 years of graphic design experience but i'm seasoned enough where i've been paid out hundreds of dollars for my work so it's not like i don't know how to price my work and i i feel like i am experienced enough but if i if i were presented this situation where the, so what we did was we code emailed a lot of people and code emailing is basically we drafted up an email and we sent it out to local atl artists who are either illustrators graphic designers right. or who can who can do a t-shirt design and um and we got a lot of backlash because they thought we were asking them to work for free. And I, was, I can see where that can be misconstrued. I can I, see that. I definitely can see that. And I mean, my response to them was, I'm not asking you to work for free. I'm, I'm compensating with what I can. Um, and I mean, I understand that I'm not paying the, the winner $300 or $500 for a mm -hmm. t-shirt design, but I tried, to, I tried my best to give them the best part of it. So um, the t-shirt, design whoever won would have never been sold 
it would be a company t-shirt that we can all celebrate together. We'll do a feature story, we'll do all this stuff, and we're planning so many things for uh, the creative folks in 2019 mm -hmm. that I would like to include that artist as much as I can and all that stuff. But again, that can't be written See, on paper. No, every I, I agree time. with you, and I yeah. think, you know, for me, I'm happy that you said that yeah. because I think it would have been problematic if you had sold the t-shirts exactly. and then you profited off of it without giving them any form yeah. of commission or anything commission. like that. Like, that is where we run into the problem I here. I would agree. But it's a challenge at the end of the day yeah. and it's just a fun little thing. And maybe I should have, like, and in part, I'm thinking about, about it now since we're talking, maybe I should have worded it as challenge and not contest, but I mean, like, it's over with now. Right, I, right. I can't even go back to I fix think, a mistake. You know, I think the I word contest was very confusing to people. It could have been, And you yeah. know, I have to side with the artist on that point where yes, it is confusing. Yeah. It is, I think in the future mm -hmm. using, because that kind of language, it also implies, because when I hear contest, I imply that it's a competition mm. where there's some kind of reward at the end. Yeah, the, I and I could see that. And yeah. I think, I guess that that was the angle we were going with uh, because I mean, the artist does get a reward at the end. They get a copy of their t-shirt. It's not going to be sold anywhere. It's still going to be credit to them, regardless of wherever we're posting it on Instagram, right. on social media, and whatever. I think that that and is it was in our t-shirt kit. Right. We published this t-shirt kit that was open to public. You could download it at any time to view it with all the rules, regulation, dates, and here are here's everything that we're going to do with your t-shirt, not selling for profit, that you have our word. We will not sell it for profit. It's a team t-shirt made to celebrate our one year anniversary. And I get it was conflicting. Um, so maybe next time when we host it again, maybe we'll do it as challenge. But I do in all think like as a seasoned artist or a seasoned designer, whatever you want to call yourself. I mean, if you just don't want to do the, the do it, then don't do it. Yeah, you, I think that that's fine. And you know yeah. what, listeners, if you disagree with us, let us know, please. Yeah, sure. I please. Hear. I want to hear too. I want to hear. I'm I'm just one artist. I'm just one creative person. I want to hear what you guys think too about this kind of incident because this is a very it's a very interesting topic to talk about. Yeah, because I'm totally 100% transparent about it. I I understand maybe there were some parts. Maybe maybe again because of the work contest, yeah, it made it I seem think, a I little bit on the back end or whatever the bad side. And I mean that's okay. I think if you use the word challenge, because for me whenever I because I, I have made challenges on my Instagram page, mm -hmm. and I always say this is a challenge mm -hmm. where you do this. And like you know, for example, nobody gets paid for Inktober unless if they make those Inktobers and then they sell them afterwards. Sure, yeah. But the company, the guy who started the Inktober, he's not buying people's art. Mm -hmm. That's a challenge yeah. that he made. So if he said contest, I think that would have been a different story. Mm. So like again, people who do the Inktober, for example, yeah. they're doing it because it's a challenge mm. and they could potentially sell it themselves later. Mm -hmm. So that's a different story versus if he said that's a contest. Yeah. So I think again, the wording was a little off there, but overall, Let's just say hypothetically, it all went smoothly. I still think number one that that's not—it's definitely not plagiarism because you're not selling it for any profit whatsoever. I think that you're in the gold there. You're clean. It's very transparent. I love that. But I also think you know, had it been a little bit—and again, it's your first time. It's you know, we oh, all. Oh yeah, it's our first year. Yeah, for ever. sure. <laughs> yeah. So, I think with a little bit more workshopping, I actually think that it would have been great exposure. Yeah. You know, because if let's just say, how, how big is our team? About 10 people. That's 10 people. So that's 10 people wearing the shirt. Mm -hmm. And that's 10 Instagram accounts. That's 10 Facebook accounts. That's 10 different accounts mm -hmm. tagging this person, having their art out there. And that's one account with 600 followers mm -hmm. on there tagging them. I think mm -hmm. that that would have been, to me, I feel like 
that is an example of good exposure. Yeah. Because their art is not being used in an inappropriate way that they disagree with. Mm -hmm. It is also being used in a way that they are not suffering financially and we are not gaining financially from them. And I, I was hoping that was what I was coming across because the t-shirt kit was very clear in terms of like the art is not being sold. It's mm -hmm. being worn by our team. You have a month to do it. Right. So you have some time. You can do it any way you want to. And we want to do everything with you. We want to feature you. We want to do this. And of course, there were other benefits that I would have liked to given the winner. But I mean, again, I only have five seconds to get your attention to read my t-shirt kit. I cannot put bullet points one through 100 right. of everything that I wanted to say. And of I think it just, that, that kind of stuff just needs to be workshopped a little yeah. bit more. But what I will say yeah. is that I have seen worse contests. Like for example, there was- I would agree, there, no, are, worse there, were, there are worse contests. where I've seen, where it's, it, it actually is a contest. And basically it was, I forgot what it was, but it was this one company and they basically said, this is a contest, you have to do this X amount of work. It was outrageous, it was an outrageous amount of work. And they wanted like a poster, they wanted a t-shirt, they wanted all this stuff. And then they said, your prize is, you know, the privilege to be featured on like, or the, or not even featured, it was like your prize is just knowing that you did it, you know, yeah. yay, like you did it. And I'm like, um, okay, that is an example of bad exposure. Yeah. You know, because yeah, there will be credited, but basically, what does what, what is that like that's just free work I would then. agree yeah I would agree and I mean a lot of people were stressing that it would have, would have been free work for them and I understand from that point of view I wouldn't do free work either but if, if we're talking about when I first started like my freshman year of college I would kill to do a, now a question design. question yeah now do these artists because this is the, the make it or break it for me yeah so let's just say hypothetically that these artists made that t-shirt okay mm. Do they still maintain the rights to it? Yes, they do. And it okay. says so in our t-shirt kit that you remain all the rights to the t-shirt. You can do whatever you want to do with it. We just want to use it for our um, see our company It purpose. depends on what kind of artist you are. So for, again, for a, a young up and coming, like I'm still in college. That may I, have been yeah. what I was targeting and I maybe think, we just didn't reach the right people I at think, that time. <laughs> I think next time, I think next time what you should do More is- market research. No, 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 I think this is what I think because there's many, um, places that do this, they, they put an age limit or a category limit. Oh, okay. So they say like, you know, freshmen to seniors. Yeah. And, or they'll say like, you know, um, high school students, you know, you know what I'm saying? That might be beneficial and I mean, but again, I don't want to limit anybody either because I mean, I was a senior in college and I think I was at the top of my design career for that time. I wasn't looking for exposure, I was looking for paid work. Or maybe you should say just art students in general. We can do just that, Just yeah. like a more broad term because yeah. that is the kind of thing that a student would love to have on their portfolio. I am talking from, again, I'm speaking from my personal experience, but I would have loved to have something like that on and my I portfolio. Think, I think that was what uh, most of our team members were saying that that's how they saw the contest to be when they read the kit over and over because the mar the marketing kit for it went through three departments from all, all three of our departments here at the creative folks. It went through all departments and they saw that it was fine. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just me like, woke up one morning, I'm going to host a t-shirt contest and let's do it. I'm going to make this kit. I don't know, it went through revision and it went through many sets of eyes. So right. we all saw that same vision and it probably just didn't translate correctly. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. And every company, every brand, every illustrator, designer, whatever, you go through that because sometimes you publish something and it doesn't get received as how you want it yeah, to Yeah, and I think, again, like I think there was just a little confusion yeah. on it. And you know, it's one of those things that needs to be workshop, but I do side with the artist 
to a certain degree and that yeah I think I would have maybe perceived it like that as if you use the word contest mm. versus challenge I think I would have perceived it like that too if it was like there's no reward money at the end or mm. some kind of compensation mm -hmm. I can see that and that's something to definitely workshop it with in the future because you know for me I would see if I see the word challenge because I see challenge all the time on Instagram mm. you know like I'm obviously if I take the challenge I obviously do not expect any monetary compensation out okay, of it because you know there's there's artists online who are like draw this character in your style challenge. Mm -hmm. I'm not expecting the artist to pay me mm. money to draw their character. Mm -hmm. I'm ex what I would like. I'm not expecting it, but what I would hopefully like is this artist you know who usually does the draw my style or excuse me draw my character in your style challenge. Mm -hmm. They have 60k followers. They have 70k followers. I'm hoping, not expecting, but I would like it if you know they re-tweeted or re-blogged or yeah. you know re-grammed my work yeah and that to me is good exposure yeah. and I think maybe if you had phrased it like that I think maybe it would have been more successful yeah. but again I would have I, I mean I understand that and I think a part of it too is understanding the other side because mm -hmm. I mean you, we get so caught up in our own vision sometimes and we don't think about okay what is the other side thinking or what are they doing right uh, why are they even doing this I mean they've explained everything that they could am I trying to understand what they're saying or am I just caught up in what I'm doing right right yeah. I no, I agree with you and I think that it just becomes one of those things where you have to very very carefully monitor your wording yeah. And you know it's a learning experience on your part, and I'm yeah. happy that you were just don't come at me. No, people no, I'm in really, ten years. <laughs> really happy that you were vulnerable enough to share that with us today. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's, I think it's a really, um, I don't know, it's a, it's an awkward conversation to have, but I think it's a very big learning opportunity for a lot of yeah. people. Again, we're trying to be authentic, and I think the next episode is us talking about the creative folks as a company, mm -hmm. our ideas, our pushing factor, whatever we're pushing right. for next yeah. year. Um, so this is a good kind fun. of tie-in to that, yeah. that kind of end segue. So I guess the moral of the episode is don't be an ass. Don't take people's art. Don't yes. do not do that. I mean, I feel like it just goes without saying. Yeah. But I want to end on just the final point is that, again, for a lot of young artists, the biggest thing is... Slight interruption, but it's okay. We're in a shared space. <laughs> The biggest thing is that practice, practice, practice is important. But you can practice, and I always recommend you look at other artists and be inspired by yeah, how they do things. I agree. And there is, you know, when you learn, when you first learn how to draw something, there is a copying involved. Mm -hmm. There is. But I don't post that and claim it to be mine online. And that's where we run into an issue. And I've seen a lot of stu art students, they will literally draw verbatim basically what someone else has done yeah, yeah. and that's fine for practice in your personal sketchbook in your personal space if as long as you still accredit them yeah. and it's even okay if you posted a sketch where you had like the the original one that you use as inspiration on the side and said hey this is a practice session or something like that where you disclaim or put a disclaimer hey I was practicing or this is what I was inspired by or something of that sort it doesn't even have to be uh, like nitty-gritty like a contract like point I mean section one uh, subsection a I, I did this I did this I did this yeah. it doesn't have to be like that it's just as long as you're doing what you can yeah. to give credit where it goes I think that's what matters yeah, that's what matters that's all that matters don't be an ass that's all yeah it is. <laughs> that's that's the yeah seriously that's the end of the episode yeah don't be ass don't <laughs> all right all see right. y'all next week see y'all next week
What's up, y'all? Tammy here. I hope you enjoyed this episode of our podcast. If you did, give us a rating and a comment. Let me know what you think. It's our first time ever doing anything on the audio platform, so we're just as excited to learn more. Want to know what our next episodes are? Follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our newsletter. Those who are subscribed get sneak peeks before anyone else does on our social media. See you in the next episode. Let's hustle.